Welcome to Scaling with Disha, the show that helps online entrepreneurs to scale their business to six figures and beyond without the hustle or the overheads. I'm your host, Disha Wadup, and I'll be here each week to remind you that you can do anything you set your mind to. Hello and welcome to the very first episode of Scaling with Disha. I am so excited that you're here. So thank you so much for hitting the subscribe button. And if you haven't done that yet, go ahead and do it now. I am your host, Disha Wadup, and I am talking to you today about quitting your job. This is a massive part and a huge step in any entrepreneurial journey, and I have done it three times. So I have a massive amount of experience in this area and I wanted to share this story with you because I know this is something that you either have already done in your entrepreneurial journey or maybe you're looking at the way that you want to go and this is in your future. So I wanted to share with you what my experiences was and how you can replicate this or do it completely different and better and in a more comfortable way. Me personally, I love to get uncomfortable. So I do that a lot. (laughs) And that is how I've built my business. I've built my life. I get uncomfortable. I do crazy things. And when I look back, I think, what was I thinking? Uh, But it all seems to work out because I trust in the universe that has got my back. I know that uh, everything will work out okay. So let's talk about the very first time that I quit my job. I knew that there was something more for me out there. I didn't know what that was. I had no idea where this journey was going to take me. I just knew that being in England and working in a job wasn't going to fit my plan. And I didn't know what the alternative was. So New Year's Eve 2012, I was stood in a party and I was looking around. The clock had hit midnight and everybody was doing the thing that everybody does at midnight, right? Kissing each other. And I was stood there looking at everybody and I was thinking, I don't want to be here this time next year. I remember the exact thought process going through my head as I was looking around at this party scene thinking, this is not for me. I don't want to be here next year. I don't know what that looks like. I'm going to figure it out. I just know that I'm not going to be here next year. I had made that decision in that moment at that clock hit midnight, 2012, and I knew that when 2013 rolled around, I wasn't going to be in in England. I just didn't know what that looked like at that time. So New Year's Day came and I applied for jobs. I got a job in Thailand teaching English. Now, this was a fantastic role for me to get out of the country. It was a a brilliant break from the norm that I had created for myself in England in in my career as an events coordinator. So I was like, okay, this is it. This is the thing that's going to change everything. I can live anywhere I want. I can do anything I want. We're going to go move to Thailand. I'm going to teach English and this is going to be fantastic. So I sold everything I owned, including my car, all of my belongings in my house. I put what I could in storage at my parents and I sold even my bedding, everything. I slept on the floor the very last night in England and I got on a plane to Thailand I arrived in Thailand. My dad flew with me. We spent a couple of weeks holidaying in Thailand before he 
flew home and I started this job in this brand new career teaching English. I went to this really, really remote location in Thailand. It's about six hours northeast of Bangkok. And I started teaching, which was great. It was a fantastic experience. I had to learn Thai pretty quickly because nobody spoke any English. And no, I still can't. I cannot speak Thai now. <laughs> I have to practice it. And I have not been there for quite some time. Um, but I, I learned to speak the, the language really quickly because nobody spoke any English. I connected with some, some local people and it was fantastic. However... I realized that I didn't like children. So a big flaw in my plan when I was teaching English to kids in a, in a remote country, huge flaw. So that wasn't going to be it. That wasn't going to be the big thing that allowed me to create this life that I was looking for. I, I still had no idea what that was. So as I was in Thailand, I started building a website. I built a website called Travel and Fitness. And I wasn't very creative with the name. As you can tell, I was traveling and I was into my fitness. So I called it Travel and Fitness. Really original, really unique. And I built out a website, but I learned the whole process. So I learned how to build a website from scratch using WordPress. I built the whole website. I built a following. I taught myself all of the marketing aspect around building this following and building the website and doing all of this stuff around creating a business. That business actually never generated me much money at all. I did get a few affiliate blogs on there. I did make some affiliate revenue on there just because of the amount of traffic that was going to it. But the the website itself and the business itself never really generated me any income at all. However, it was a great learning platform for me to understand how to build websites how to build an audience, how to do that digital marketing and how to get myself out there a little bit more and generate traffic to a website. So fast forward to six months later, I was in Thailand. I had a friend that I'd met there. She was also English and she asked me if I wanted to move to Australia. So I did. We flew to Australia and I managed to get jobs in marketing with my background having built the website, having generated that traffic, having taught myself all of those skills, I managed to get jobs within marketing within Australia and again, learn on the job, very much fly by the seat of your pants. I was sponsored to stay in Sydney. I was working for a recruitment company. Everything was good. I was living the dream. I was in Sydney. I was cruising along and it was fantastic. I had a good job. I was living by the beach, everything that I thought that I wanted. And then I realized it wasn't what I wanted. I was literally doing the same thing I would be doing in England, but just in a different country. I was still working in a corporate role. I was still going to work every day and nothing had really changed apart from my location. So again, it took me a while. I was in that role for three years and it took me a while to figure out that this wasn't what wasn't going to be the thing. It wasn't going to be wasn't why I left England. It wasn't going to be the thing that was going to make my life okay. I wasn't going to be happy in that role. So what was going to be next for me? So I started doing some freelance work on the side. 
I would finish work during the day and I would uh, work in the evenings on my side hustles. I would be on Fiverr, on Upwork. I'd be connecting with people. There was a, a website called Airtasker in Sydney then. I was working all of these different things to build up my experience and my portfolio alongside my full-time job. And then I went into my boss and I quit. And I always remember the day I walked into her office and said, could I have a word? And though I've done this before. <laughs> it's a bit of deja vu here. I, Can I have a word? I want to hand in my notice. And we had a conversation around what it was that she wanted, I wanted to do. And I said, I'm, I'm going to go back to Asia. I'm going to figure out this thing. I want to start a business. And she said to me, you are 30 years old. Do you really want to go back to being a backpacker? Maybe you need to take two weeks to have a think about it and make sure that this is really what you want to do. So I took the two weeks. I came back. I walked back into her office with the exact same words. I still want to quit my job. She was like, okay, fine. If that's what you want to do now, that's fine. So obviously my connection with, the, with Australia was also tied to that organization as a visa. So I had to leave the country. So I traveled a bit inside the country before I left. I went to all of the places that I hadn't been uh, to make sure that I got those buckets ticked, you know, Uluru, Darwin, Perth, and then I flew over to Bali. Bali was where I thought I was going to stay. I had heard about Bali. I'd never visited Bali. I loved the idea of it. So I flew to Bali and I managed to find a house share with a lovely German Uh, girl and we had a a house share together and I started working and building out that portfolio even more in Bali. So I have quit now for the second time and this time I think I figured it out. I think I figured out what I wanted to do. So I was building the freelance business. I was getting some work on. I was working really hard on this hustle that had now become the full-time hustle that I was going to do. And I was traveling. So I said, yes, this is it. This is going to be amazing. This is what I wanted to do. This is what I was destined to do. It's going to be awesome. Yes. So I found some house sitting jobs. So if you've ever heard of house sitting, it is an awesome way to travel the world for free. You get to live in other people's houses, look after their animals, and I could build my business whilst doing that from any location. And I lived in some beautiful homes all across Asia whilst house sitting and building my business and looking after their animals uh, for free. So I got a villas with pools. I had nice high-rise apartments in city centers. I had beautiful beach locations. I had everything, and it was amazing. However, I was still stuck. I was still lonely. Um, I was on my own traveling, and building a business and traveling around became very lonely on my own. And I just felt stuck again. I still wasn't happy. It still wasn't working. And I couldn't put my finger on why, why the business wasn't taking off, what I needed to do. I had no idea what I needed to do to get to the next step. I had no idea what I needed to do to build a successful business. And even at that point, if I wanted to, because so far it hadn't hit those buttons that I had in my head that I wanted to create. So fast forward uh, eight months and I had enough. I was like, right, I'm out. I can't do this. I don't know what I'm doing. This is hard. 
I don't know if I can make this a success. And I am struggling here in Asia and I'm missing family and missing friends. By this point, I had been away for almost five years. So I was missing everything. And I just didn't know if this was the right step for me. I had no idea what I was doing. So I went back to England. I arrived. I surprised my mom. I uh, had my dad pick me up from the airport and my sister and I went around to my mom and completely surprised her, which was fantastic and such a nice thing. I was watching the video the other day of of, um, me surprising her and how impressed she was. And it was beautiful. So I surprised my mom. One thing I did way back when in 2012 was I made sure that I had enough money in an account that I couldn't touch for five years for the entire time that I was away uh, so that if I ever had to come back, I had enough money for the deposit of the first month rent so that I didn't have to live with my parents for longer than I needed to get a job. So I knew that the first step back was to get a job. I had the deposit and first month's rent already saved up. I just needed to find that job to uh, be able to pay for the following month's rent. So the whole of the first month I spent looking for jobs. I got a job in Manchester. So I moved to Manchester and found a housemate and moved in and started a new job. Fantastic. Okay. So I'm back in corporate, (laughs) starting exactly where I was five years beforehand in a corporate role, now in marketing. So I was learning more and more and more, but I was still back where I was. I was still in a job. I was still in Manchester. Nothing had really changed apart from I had traveled the world in five years and seen so much more. So I needed that validation. I needed that confidence to know that I was good enough, that I knew what I was doing and that people would pay me for this. So I worked back in a uh, account manager role in digital marketing agency. I managed a whole team of people and it was fantastic. I loved it. It was brilliant. They wanted to move me into the social media department. I moved into the social media department and I realized that I knew what I was doing, right? I had been building a social media management agency on the side For a few years at this point, I had been freelancing. I'd been building this agency. I had a website, had all of these things going on. And then they said, yeah, you're really good at this. We're going to move you into this department. And I was like, yeah, I know. I'm building a business on the side um, that is just this. So that gave me the ammunition to quit that job. However, I still wasn't confident enough to go full in on my business. So I then got another job that was a work from home job. So this was in recruitment. So I'd worked in this industry before. I was still doing marketing, um, but I was also doing admin and office and admin and executive assistant roles. Um, So I moved into this, this different role that meant that I could work from home. That gave me even more freedom to build my business up on the side and give me that flexibility to work from home and to build the business up on the side as well. Uh, And I still wasn't ready to quit. By this point, my income from my business was overtaking my full-time income. I had already made more in my business than I was making in my job every day. So something had to give for me to be able to 
push and actually quit my job. Finally, I still wasn't ready. The final push was the universe saying, hello, Disha, you know what you're doing. You are good at this. Go ahead and quit your job and just go all in. So for the very last time, I quit my job. I remember sending that enter button and hitting hitting the button and handing in my notice, and I was absolutely terrified. I don't think that ever changes. And I want you to know that when you get to this point, if you haven't already quit your job, and I would love to hear from you if you are already further along and you have quit your job, absolutely tell me your experience. I would absolutely love to hear the final enter button and how that impacted your life and how that felt for you. Because for me, it was absolutely terrifying. The moment I hit that button meant that everything had to work out in my business. As a single woman with a mortgage, I knew that I had to be able to pay the bills. I had to be able to put food on the table for myself and the dog. And I had to pay my mortgage every month. So this business had to be a success at that point. I was quitting my job with a mortgage, no way out. I couldn't run away again and and do that. So I had to go all in. Again, you'll know that I don't like comfort. So I knew that if if this all went wrong, I could get a job. That was my backup plan. If this all goes wrong, I can get a job and I can work any job. Like I'm flexible. I'll work any job. Uh, So if it all goes wrong, I'll get a job. However, that felt comfortable to me, right? So you know what I'm like? I wanted to get outside my comfort zone completely. So I booked a ticket to Spain. Rolo and I drove to Spain and we stayed on the beach in Spain for three months, building out the business. So I was able in that time to really knuckle down in the sunny South of Spain. So get away from British winter and get into the South of Spain and really work on my business and figure out what I was going to do. I managed to double what I was taking in, in that time frame. So from quitting my job in October to coming back to the UK in January, I was able to double the income that I was already creating in my business by doubling down and giving myself no way out. There was absolutely no way I could get a job in Spain. And I still had a mortgage to pay for back in England. I still had bills coming in. So I had to make this business work. And by taking myself away from any other distractions that could have possibly distracted me in the UK with my friends and family were, I went somewhere that there were no distractions, that it was just me and Rolo and we were just going to work. And that was it. We spent Christmas on our own. We drank wine and we opened a bottle of bubbly. We chilled out and we got back to work and we got on it. And we managed to have massive success that way. But nothing comes from inside of your comfort zone. And if you are sat in your job right now and you're thinking, I want to do that, I want to quit my job, I want to build that business, then start doing it now. Do what you can now to put those wheels in motion. If there is something in your heart that you want to do, absolutely do it now. There is no need to wait. You can start to put those things in motion. You have evenings, you have weekends, you have lunch breaks. I did so much work on my lunch break from my corporate role 
I would go and sit in a coffee shop and respond to emails and get back to clients on my lunch break because I was using all the time in the day to get the work done because I had massive goals ahead of me. I knew that I wanted this business to be a success this time around, and I wasn't going to let anything stop me. So I took every single moment to be able to get into the business, get work done, whether that was first thing in the mornings, lunchtimes, in the evenings, and and the weekends, whatever that looked like to make sure that I was moving those wheels to really get the business and the ball rolling so that I could quit my job. So do whatever it is that you need to do to make sure that you are hitting that enter button on your resignation letter. I promise you will not regret it. I know I have done it three times now and it has been an epic roller coaster of emotions every single time. And I promise you, if you've done it before and you've gone back into work, the next time is not going to be any easier. It's never going to feel like the right time. And as I said, the very last time I quit my job, my income was doubling my corporate income and I still didn't feel ready. The reason that I made the push was because my boss made me do it. He was a a bully. He was a bully, essentially. And I was pushed to the point where I had to make a decision of getting another job, quitting that job, getting another job, or just going all in on my business. So I knew that I had to make that, that decision. So I just hit that enter button, went for it. No fallback. Let's do it. So I want to empower you to get the ball rolling. Get the ball rolling. Do whatever you need to do in your life to move the needle a little bit further today and quit your damn job. All right. Thank you so much for tuning in. I will see you on episode two of Scaling with Disha. And it is going to be an epic episode. We're going to be talking all about where to find your very first clients in your business and how you can start to build that business so that you can double your income before you quit your job. Have a beautiful day and I will see you in the next episode. Thank you so much for tuning in today and I really hope that you genuinely learned something from today's episode. If you found this episode useful, then please hit the subscribe button and leave us a review. I personally read each and every one. Until next time, bye.